这个图，我就有一次机会在这里跟弟兄姊妹的交通一起交通。We thank the Lord that、uh, we have another opportunity to fellowship together in His presence. 开始，我们请弟兄姊妹读一些圣经。Before we begin, we would like to turn to a few portions in the Scripture. 也读一段圣经是哥林多前书二章二节。First is First Corinthians chapter two, verse two. Galindo 前书二章二节 First Corinthians chapter two, starting verse two. 因为我曾定了主意，在你们中间不知道别的，只知道耶稣基督，并他钉十字架 First Corinthians chapter two, verse two. For I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. 还有就是呃。And also in the book of Galatians, 六章十四节 chapter six, verse fourteen, 十节十五节 fourteen and fifteen, 还有十七节 and also verse seventeen. 但我断不以别的夸口，只夸我们主，只夸我们主耶稣基督的十字架，因这十字架。就我而论，世界已经定在十字架上；就世界而论，我已经定在十字架上。受割礼不受割礼都无关紧要，要紧的就是做新教的人。十七节，从今以后，人都不要找了我，因为我身上带着基督的印记。Galatians chapter six verse fourteen. But God forbid that I should boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. For in Christ Jesus neither circumcision nor uncircumcision avails anything, but a new creation. Verse seventeen. From now on, let no one trouble me, for I bear in my body the marks of the Lord Jesus. 还有一处是加拉太书二章二十节。Also in Galatians chapter two verse twenty. 加拉太书二章二十节，我已经与基督同定十字架，现在活着不再是我，乃是基督在我里面活着，并且我如今在肉身活着，是因信神的儿子而活，他是爱我，为我舍己。Galatians chapter two verse twenty. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me, and the life which I now live. In the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave Himself for me. Let's bow for a time of prayer. Lord, we do want to thank you. We want to thank you for how amazing your salvation is. Because of the salvation you have accomplished on the cross, we can come boldly before you. Because on the cross you shed your blood for us and you have cleansed our sins. And that by faith and by grace we can come before you. May you be with us. We thank you for the work on the cross, and we know that you will continue to work that work in us. Because you have given your own life to us. 
And through our salvation, we receive your And that your desire for this life in us to grow and to be mature. We thank you for such great calling. And we commit the following time into your hands. May you prepare our hearts that we may receive your grace. May you speak to us, Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. We know this year, since the beginning of the year, we have been fellowshipping on this matter of sonship. And many brothers have shared from different angles and different things that they have received the Lord regarding this theme of sonship. And we truly have received much through the sharings of brothers. Because our Lord God has given us the life of the Son within us. When we first received that life, we were like a little babe who has this very young life. And God desires for that life to continue to grow, to be mature. And that's why God has to work in us. And since God has received us to become his children, and therefore in his heart he has a will for us, that we will live on this earth like his son. That we would have the image and the character of his son. And as we live out the life of the son, that is how we receive sonship. Just like how the Apostle Paul shared, it's just like how he said that I have the mark of Christ Jesus in it. And through that mark, even through Paul, we see the life of Christ in him. And also in Galatians chapter 2, Paul says that it is no longer I who live, but it is Christ who lives in me. Because through Paul, the life of the Son has been released. And through that, he receives sonship. Because he is fully pleasing to the Lord. And of course, sonship is related to this matter of inheritance. Because it is the will through his son that he wants us to have this inheritance. And this is a calling to all of us to be in to to have this inheritance. That even before the foundation of this world, he has already thought that through. And that when he called us, 
He already desires for us to receive sonship. And that's why when he called us, it was even according to the image of his son. And that's why he placed there the tree of life before man. Because as we receive his life, we also receive sonship. We thank the Lord that this is his will in his heart. But of course, we have been listening to this, and it's been almost eight months since. And this is a truly a great blessing, and because of that, many who have been desiring to or have been encouraged to follow the, what the Lord's will is. But not everyone thinks as such. I know there was a brother who shared this with me. He said, well, being an overcomer, I will never attain to that. And regarding sonship, I probably won't attain to that either. Because for the life of the Son of God to be lived through me, it is impossible. But I can only imagine if God were to hear what you just said, how disappointed he would be. And it's another year, it's another thing, but this year we have been listening to this matter of sonship for eight months. What if we have no reaction, we have no response? But that should not be our mindset, that should not be our reaction. Because when we hear God's calling, we should have a reaction. And of course, many times we struggle with that. But by faith, we can believe Him. And if this is how He called us, that He will be the one who accomplishes it. Because He gives it to us, we will receive it. Because if we were not to receive it, then it would be pointless for him to give it out. If it were never to be accomplished in us, then it would also be pointless if he ever were to receive it. But because he said so, we will definitely receive it. Through his promise, it therefore must be accomplished and will be accomplished in us. And therefore, by faith and through hope, we can receive that. And just like Paul, we can say to live today is Christ. You can see how by grace, what a confidence 
He knows that the crown of righteousness when he meets God that it will be reserved for him. That he with such assurance knows that he will receive the inheritance that God has destined for him. And that's why he talks about the mark of Christ. Because he lives for Christ while during the time on earth. And that's why he can say that to live is Christ. He has such assurance is because of faith. And that's how he received. What an encouragement for us through faith. Because he also is a mere man. But through faith, he can receive with such assurance. And he grasped hold of what God promised. And he lived for God. And he said, it is no longer I who live. This is Paul. Are we, do we not have confidence to what the promises of God? And oftentimes I feel it is kind of strange. And many times towards the things of this world, we're much more accepting. Couple weeks ago, when we were meeting upstairs, and there were some who were just uh, 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 sharing uh, some candies. And then a sister said, that even those who have cancer uh, love sweets. But I don't know what it was, but someone heard that and then people had reaction. Like, oh, maybe, maybe I won't eat it. And look how amazingly sensitive is our reaction. But how is it that when it comes to the word of God that our reaction is not like that? That many times the word of God stops at the heart that stops at the door of a heart that we cannot receive. And that we are so reactive that even when it were to even touch our hearts, we drop it so quickly. Because the blessing and his, and his promises are for us. If we were to refuse, there is nothing God can do either. But what he has prepared for us is way beyond what we can imagine. A sister recently shared something about health uh, that, you know, sugar, uh, oil, uh, salt, all high. And we were talking about how um, if you remove toxins, then it would help with uh, uh, obesity. 
And so there's, we know there's something that you know many are 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 you know trying. 我们每天都煮着吃吃饭 but when you hear these things, you immediately have a reaction. And, and, and so even you know, early in the morning, you would get up and do what it takes in order to be better. And that we are so proactive when it comes to these things. But if we are, are very uh, chubby, and yet, if the life of Christ is not fully formed in us, one day if we were, when we were to see God, He looks at our life that it is still a life of a babe. And through all the stuff that we work on in our physical body, you may gain And yet when you meet God, and that life within you has not been fully formed, that you will suffer. Uh, Paul says, that he says, physical exercise indeed is helpful. But that is such a small thing. And yet, godly exercise profits us much more. And what, that is what is precious. And of course, we have been hearing about these things for eight months. Do we still have any reaction? Are we still being reactive? Do we still not have faith towards the Word of God? Do we not understand that God has prepared so much for us that this is His promise towards us? And would you not give it up for Him? We thank the Lord for such blessing and such grace that has He has given us His life that we may live according to His image. That one day when we are in heaven, that His heart may be pleased. That we can also receive the blessing intended for What grace is that? Thank God. For what He has prepared, He will find a way to give it to us. And His way is the way of the cross. And through the work of the cross, we can receive what God has prepared for us. And there was a brother, and the sharing was very meaningful. He said, well, if I have to bear the cross all the time, it would be kind of sad. 
I want the life and I want the blessing. Is there no other way? Are there no other way that we can still receive the same thing? And through the word of God, God tells us, there is none. There is only one way. There is only one path. And it is through the working of the cross. Because God is full of wisdom. He knows exactly know how to save us. So first, through the Lord Jesus being on the cross, that he took care of all the sin once and for all. That through his shed blood, we can receive peace and we can receive his life. And so through the cross, he works the same in us. That we may receive even more and more abundantly. That we may be those who are pleasing according to God. Only through the working of the cross. That we can see Paul. That there is such life that overflows from Paul. That he said, there not, in nothing else will I boast. Not his methods or his diligence. And indeed, he is very diligent. And because of such, uh, once upon a time, he was even persecuted because of the word of God. But yet today he said that I will not boast in anything else. Only Christ Jesus and in him and him crucified. And when he said that it is no longer I who live. It is because he said that I have been already crucified Only when he was bearing the cross could he say that it is no longer I who live but I have been crucified with Christ. And that is the experience of Paul. And this is what he received, the way of the cross. And this is what he gives us. That we may receive the portion of the cross that has been given to us. And if we do not go through the working of the cross, our life will, let, will never grow. And today we live on this earth. We have to face many things. And so when we are dealing with these things, and that he wants all those things to work together that through all these things that we have to deal with, the cross works through these things. 
that through all these things that we have to face, the work of the cross is being done in us. We know that inside us there are lots of different uh, toxins. And we know many of these things are affects us in different ways. And so many times you hear these things of like, oh, this would remove that toxin, that would remove that toxin, and you hear these things and we try to follow. And you know, today we also have a toxin within us that can block the life that is with life of God that is within us. But no matter what it is, any of these toxins, God is working through them that they have to go. And the method is through the cross. Anything that hinders the life from growing, that has to go. It is that old Adamic life that we receive from Adam. Because that life hinders the life, the growth of that life of Christ within us. And that old self life has to go, that that has to, that toxin has to be removed so that our life can and today, as we face many different circumstances, and many, many things that we face, we find that these are almost beyond our ability to bear. But God allows these things to come to us because He has a purpose through each. And that it is through the cross that He will remove that old self within us. It is like that there is a tumor within us that on the surgery table that that has to be cut out. That so that we may continue to grow. And, and if we were to refuse the work of the cross, and that that is when you find that tumor, that toxic things, these things will grow in us. And it's like a tumor. It will continue to grow and get bigger and get worse. And that's why God has to remove that old self of ours. And so that's why we see, even among brothers and sisters, as we face various challenges, and that you oftentimes see flesh growing upon flesh. And that sometimes the big flesh eats the small flesh. And so it may seem like it has its own reason, but what you see though is that you all you see is this flesh growing bigger, not the life of Christ 
being manifested more. That there is only one way to resolve these things, and it is through the cross. That many times in your family, in your work, there's challenges. Sometimes among your children, sometimes among the in laws. And yet the question is, how do you deal with such challenges? How do you resolve it? And that there's only one way, and it is through God's way. And it is through the cross. That only through the cross can such matters be thoroughly dealt with. If we were to refuse the cross, that you will find that your situation will not really improve. That if you're trying to deal with it through your own reasoning, your what you see is right, whether it is things during your children or other relationships. You will find that such matter, such issue will continue, whether a year or another two years, and that you can't even sleep. And then I remember sister sharing this with me. That whenever I come home, before I enter at the door, I have to pray. Because I dare not enter uh, my own home. Because she's so worried that there will be some argument, something would come up. And what a sad situation that is. And if you want that to come to pass, the only way is through the cross. If it is not through the cross, our situation will not improve. And that we will remain in that challenge. And that's why. That when Paul heard that the Corinthians were facing all these various challenges. And that in among the Corinthians, there were all sorts of, cha- uh, of difficulties, whether it's within the family, among brothers, in the church. That on the surface, it can look like that the Corinthians has, has it all. That they have wisdom and that they have eloquence. And that they have a lot of wealth and that they have a lot of giving. And yet, inside, there's all these difficulties. And that's why in chapter 2, and verse 2 in 1 Corinthians, that I determined not to know anything among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. And that though there are many things, and that Paul, if he was to deal with it, there are many things. But whether it's this or that, anything, 
Paul has only one way. He said, I'm determined not to know anything except the cross. In other words, when he's among them, he said, I will only speak of one thing, which is Christ crucified. And it is through Christ crucified, he resolved every single matter within the Corinthians church. And that today, when we're dealing with many things, it seems like there are many ways of the serve. Like when I was serving in the kitchen, if there's something that came out, and then brothers and sisters would gather together and talk about okay, what to do. And that sometimes there are three ways to resolve it. Sometimes you have five different ways to resolve it. And so the more problems you solve, the more problems come out. And that if you were to want the, the whole thing to thoroughly and completely re- resolve itself. And yet, oftentimes you find that another problem pops up. And so you see that oftentimes there are many different ways you can deal with And sometimes some of which we can't even really deal with. Like for example, if a brother and sisters if they have marital challenges. And and then you find that the brother goes find another sister and says, Hey, you should talk to my wife, tell her you should be this way and don't do that. And and sister would go to another brother and say, You should speak to my husband that he should not do this or that. That through in, in this in this world there are many ways in resolving matters. And 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 you can even sometimes uh, have these um uh, family courts. Yeah. And that there are so many ways of dealing with these matters. But when we come before God, His way is very simple and it is very thorough. No matter what situation, what people you're dealing with, the cross thoroughly and completely deals with it. And the question is whether you're willing or not to accept such a way. Would you be willing to accept the work of the cross? Only the cross can completely deal with what you're dealing with as a challenge. And if you're not willing to bear the cross, that your matters would continue to persist even years and years after years. That in this world, there's one problem, many solutions. And yet to God, you could have many ways and many problems, but there's one simple way to deal with. That only through the way of the cross that we can be saved. 
And we remember how Brother Chen always shared with us. That why do you always feel that it is so painful to bear the cross? And that in the cross there are two wings. That when you bear the cross, that these wings will take you up and that you will not feel the pain. That it is true that while we are, when we allow the cross to work in us, when we lay down all our reasonings, that we would be released, that we would not feel so bound. That through the cross, as many of these things are being resolved, that you will be released with what you are bound with. And it is that when you will experience how the cross has wings and carries up even you to the heavens. And yet today, when we are facing the cross, and that we oftentimes run this, we feel like there's a certain fear within us. That, but such should not be our condition, such should not be our feeling. Because we know that what God is doing around us and that his way is the best way. And we know the Bible tells us that his foolishness is even wiser than the wisdom of man. That there's no way that is our way that can be better than God's way because God is so full of wisdom. And that's why Paul once again here said, I determined not to know anything except Christ crucified. That he was able to receive the blessing of God. That he can receive uh, that he can live out the life of Christ. It is because of the working of the cross in his life. So we can see that we can see many, many problems around the Corinthians. And that indeed there are some who have such love. And that there is much wisdom around them. And they even have the love feast. That you can see even through the love feast, many who are very loving would share and bring many great food to be shared among the same. And yet there was a problem. And that's how it was really many times you see that it was according to the flesh that there was a purpose to bring such and that's those as it says in chapter 1 that those who have want to shame those who do not have and that's when they bring all these good things out that there was a thought behind it 
That they want to say that hey, you who have nothing, I want you to feel bad. And that's that's why Paul says that this is not something that is according to God's will. Because when they were seeking God in in their meeting, that you can see how crafty the flesh is. That and right there they're doing something. That this is not something that is edifying to you as a church. That we know that they are so full of wisdom about these Corinthians. And we know Paul was around them for almost a year and a half. That we know that he probably have spoke about how justification by faith and the love of God, all these things they have he spoke of them many times. And so there are many who probably love to hear from Paul and they were really paying attention to what what Paul said. And that there are probably many who would be eloquently able to share back what Paul shared. And yet there are those who love Apollos. That they can probably repeat and regurgitate what uh, Apollo shared. And yet we see through all these that there's a difficulty. That they were debating among themselves in their meetings. Some says Paul says this, others says Apollo says that. And so that's why you see some says I'm Paul, some says I'm Apollos, and some even try to be more spiritual and says I'm Christ. And once again, we see the craftiness of And if the flesh is not being dealt with, the testimony of Christ will suffer. And that's why Paul in 1 Corinthians chapter 3 tells us that your life in, through these ways are so childish and that even to this time you cannot take solace. And so yet even they read of and know of God's knowledge. And yet, if we were not to allow the work of the cross to be done to us, this knowledge only puffs us up. And when our flesh is what came forth, that we realize that the testimony of God is what suffers. And in First Corinthians chapter 13, it talks about the love of God. That talks about how love 
does not boast. And yet, oftentimes we find ourselves boasting of ourselves. That even the brother were doing certain service, and that it will be he will be boasting of what he has done. And yet, the love that has been talked about in First Corinthians chapter thirteen is a love that is without flesh. That, that the flesh has been dealt with. And oftentimes we do have heart, uh, a heart of love. And sometimes indeed we have some service. It is very easy for us to be tried. That we can boast of what we have done. That it, is, it, does, not, uh, it does not get angry. And sometimes you find that it's funny because the more you love, the more easily you get angry. Because if there's no love, then you won't get angry. But you get angry because you love. And, and of course, sometimes a godly. Uh, um, uh, angry, anger is, is okay. But yet our problem is that we get so e- easily angry. That whatever a little thing can already provoke us to anger. And especially among husband and wife. And that you find that the wife is mad at the husband, and vice versa, easily get angry. And sometimes not even one time, but multiple times throughout the day. And that is because you see, our human love is a love that is not dealt with by the cross. Uh, it, oh, 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 it's calculating in every way. But yet, love does not calculate what other wrongdoings have done. And it's not that, well, you said one time and then you forget about it. That you keep talking about it, and a few years later, you're still talking about what he has done. And you remember how you treated me five years ago. And, and that somehow we find ourselves keep recounting these things over and over again. And so we can see even in this love, this way of dealing with others, it has to go through the dealing with the cross. And that all these strife came from the work of the flesh. And that has to be dealt with. And because that only leads to divisions. And that was such the condition of the Corinthians. That they can see the visions all over them. And 
that sometimes even however many members of the family are there that such there would be even divisions then that sometimes the dad would tell the children your mom is this and that and don't listen to her and, and, and the mother would tell the son that your dad is wrong and this and this and not being responsible that even among a few members within the family and the grandma would tell the grandchild that don't listen to your mom, your mom doesn't know what she's talking about. And of course, the Bible tells, the Word of God tells us that we have to be obedient to our parents. And yet, in our flesh, because we want to defend whatever position that we want to defend, then we would go against the teaching of God. And imagine if indeed your that grandchild listened to you and start disobeying uh, his or her parents, would you want such a child? And do you realize what you have done? Because the word of God tells us that we have, that the children have to obey the parents. And yet we tell our grandchildren, don't listen to the parents. And that you're working against the work of God. That is because of our flesh. That those who cater to the flesh are enemies of God. That you realize when you do such a thing, you're not arguing or working against each other, but you're working against God. And that when you do such thing, you realize that flesh of yours becomes bigger and bigger. And that today, only the cross can solve that for you. That God said that has to be crucified on the cross and it can, it can no longer continue this way. And Paul said that I am who I am is because of the grace of God. And today, indeed, we are who we are because of the grace. Because the Son of God died on the cross for us. That he will continue to want to desire to give that life of his son. And that the Holy Spirit, through all the circumstances that we face, that we have to deal with these things. And it is because through these matters, he wants the work of the cross to be done in our life. 
And so we see from the Bible, that's why it says that all things are possible, but not all things edify. That only when you think of the testimony of God and for the testimony of God you follow, then then would be beneficial and edifying. And the benefit is not only for today, but even unto eternity. And that is the grace of God. And that is what God wants us And this is what God's working amount is. May the Lord open the eyes of our heart. That if indeed we have not yet responded to his words. That just like the church of Laodicea in the book of Revelation. That we would not respond. That some brothers and sisters say. And that I would only come to the meeting and just listen to a few words. And that I can't even bring what is here outside of here. That as soon as I leave the door, I forget the word of God. But that's okay, next week I'll come again. And it's almost kind of hilarious, but it, it, it's, it's a, you know, you can say, I am one who listens to the Word of God. And every week. And it's, but then every time we will listen, but would we'll never leave the door. That she will leave the Word of God right here, and that she will come and listen some more next time. But are we not like that often? And that's why God, in His patience, again and again through the mouths of many brothers, again and again, that we may receive the Word of God. Because those who receive the Word of God are blessed in the that we can live in His words. That we may receive the benefits of the And that through His words, many blessings that He desires for us to have. May the Lord bless us. That we may truly receive sonship. And I will stop sharing today. May the Holy Spirit speak to us. Yeah, we'll have a season of prayer.